Coming to you, pre-recorded in multiple locations. Don't hate us for the long hiatus. This is the hella rad Christmas special. It's only half about Christmas, and it's not special at all. Nathan, how you doing? What you drinking? I, I don't like how you disparage the quality of this uh, Christmas special. It's definitely special. Uh, um, it's true. We skipped over a Thanksgiving special because nobody cares. Well, I have a plan to solve that, but we save that for a later date. Um, but I'm doing good, you know. Uh, glad to be back on the pod. Um, and uh, I am drinking uh, ENJ XO Extra Smooth Limited Release Brandy. Straight off the label there. Oh, you're a bold man drinking brandy. Do you have a brandy snifter and you heat it up and... Uh, you fart in the glass and then you smell the b- mixture of brandy in your farts. Um, does it count if you fart right in the bottle? <laughs> you uh, fart in it and close yeah. the... I don't know what, it, what you just said is, but I have a bottle of brandy and it's definitely been in my, my butthole, so... <laughs> oh. Anyways, um, I'm drinking uh, Swami's IPA from Pizza Port. Um, yeah, it's got a Swami on it. Did it end up in your butthole? or? No, the can's uh, slightly too big to fit in my butt, so it just wasn't going to work. Yeah, that's you keep telling yourself that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you got to strive for more, buddy. We all like to give ourselves credit for how tight our assholes are, but in reality, <laughs> it can expand quite large. Yeah, I mean, who are you, who are you kidding? Um, so, my non-sponsor for today's episode is uh, Limitless Herbal Supplements. Um, as you can guess, they're trying to play off of the fucking movie, which I don't think was that bad, but then they made a horrible TV show. That they somehow roped uh, Bradley Cooper into being a part he of. He was in he's the like, TV show too? Barely, yeah. Because oh, he's like, he basically was like, I think he did the same shit that like uh, uh, Tina Fey did for like Kimmy Schmidt, where it's like, well, that's a little different because she created that. But, anyways, they're like, yeah, uh, I'll just barely be in this until it takes off. And then if it gets popular, then I'll put, then I'll, you know dig myself deeper he's like into hedging it. his bets with the limitless yeah exactly he's like I'll, I'll appear in the pilot and then like i'll have like two scenes throughout the first season and then if it goes somewhere you can uh write me a bigger part into the second season but i saw the like radio ad for it and i was like this is a crock of shit it's just like uh what are they like enhance your like cognitive abilities so you're just like most things most herbal supplements you're tricking stupid people into uh uh thinking they're getting something out of it not approved by the fda yeah of course not like it's basically just uh lawn clippings inside these pills because we spent all our money getting the uh rights to call our pill limitless yeah that sounds like a pretty great uh scam I, I mean, <laughs> I know it's a non-sponsor, but like, uh, if they need, you know, more seed money or anything, yeah, <laughs> I I could get on board with that. I but the idea that somebody would think like that would make that association and think that the product is good is kind of scary, right? Like, 
Oh yeah, Limitless. That movie was cool, and he uh, drank someone's blood to get his brain drug. Like, so this, you know, this reminds me of that. That should be good for me. Like, okay, yeah, all right. You're the kind of people that we want leading the country. Limitless energy with your herbal supplement. They should just like mix a little bit of Adderall in there and not tell anybody, and then it would actually work. <laughs> That's actually a really good idea. They're listening. They're like, fuck, how did they figure out what we're doing? Yeah. You know, the end of that road, though, is you testifying before Congress and like getting locked up. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It might yeah. be a fun ride for a few years, but it'll, it'll come back to you. Uh, that's like uh, fucking Martin Shkreli talking about um, like it being worth it to go to like prison for a year to like make millions of dollars. Then he gets to prison and he's just like, it's not worth it at all. Please let me out of here. Didn't they use some of that crap against him on the trial? Like he was just talking shit online and they're like, well, because you're a little shit, you're definitely going to jail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nobody, nobody had any sympathy. They're like, oh, fucking Max sentence for you you little fucking turd i do feel a little bad not to go out too off tangent but i do feel a little bad for him in the sense that all he's doing is just what all the pharmaceutical companies do but they're companies and he's a person so it was easy to like hate on him but he's just playing the game that they play he's just literally doing what they would do so i feel like it's like okay guys let's take a step back and be like, why do we hate this guy? Oh, because he did this with his drug. Well, that's what the whole fucking pharma industry is. So yeah, well he he all but his critical mistake there was that he put himself out in the spotlight doing interviews and talking about it and think it was funny, like basically trolling people about it. And it's like, oh, well now they have a fucking name and face to harass instead of being some like uh name buried on like a corporate like document somewhere but at the point remains that like okay so just because he's out there and exposed and i i get your point is that's why he's getting the hate but as a society we should be like well the crime that he committed is same as these people like in our mind this is a crime against the society but like just because he's talking about it if anything, like he's actually doing us a service as a society. We just didn't take the baton and run with it. But he's exposing the problem. Like he's almost like uh, I was stopped defending him. He's a piece of shit. Like don't get me wrong. I'm just saying it's like you know call a spade a spade. If you're gonna call this guy a piece yeah. of shit, then let's turn our guns towards the pharma companies and start firing away at them. But um, okay. Anyways, before I get too far off topic, my uh non-sponsor is uh southwest due solely to the specific commercial that i saw it drives me nuts and it's uh i'm hoping other people can relate to this because it's fucking insane um it, they're trying to play off like okay this guy's a football scout for college and he's uh he sees like a youtube video of some fucking kid throwing the ball far and he's like hey he's showing his old white friends he's like look at this look at this little black boy you know we're gonna make him throw the football for us and it's like okay we're off to a great start this a commercial for what exactly and uh then it shows him and he's like at the dinner with the kid and his family and he's like tell he's like telling this stupid joke to the dad he's like ah yeah yeah i'm so funny i'm so i'm so likable i'm trying to get your son to yeah i'm trying to milk him for the money oh my god uh and then he looks at the kid and he gives him this fucking like longing look like 
that's right. I'm going to take care of you. And then uh, they have this scene, like, dramatic. This is the dramatic point of the fucking commercial. Is like, so he's he's at the, uh, I guess, where he's declaring his school. Um, they kind of make it seem like it's a draft, but that doesn't happen with college. So he's just declaring. Um, so he's picking the college by picking up which hat he wants to do. And oh, he doesn't pick up the hat of this fucking dude. Uh, so he's all like, yeah, gee, dang it. I didn't get him. Uh, so he's flying back. I don't know why he's on the flight again. He was at his office and that happened. So he's on a plane again. I don't know where he's going. Uh, but but they had to tie in a plane somehow because it's a Southwest commercial. So they're like, well, he's flying on a plane now. Uh, and then this like big Samoan kid sits next to him and he's like, oh, hey, how's it going? And it's like uh, something like transparency because the world doesn't stop for you. And I'm like, I said like too many times. So I apologize for that. But I'm rambling here. The point it is, almost seemed. Sorry to interrupt. It it almost seemed like it was a, a shitty commercial for something else. And they're like, well, we don't want to scrap this completely. So let's just fucking throw them on the... Let's just get this Southwest logo in at the end. We'll put them in a fucking uh, plane. Even to that point, my, my general point I was trying to get at is like, this fucking commercial doesn't appeal to anybody. It appeals to one of the smallest percentages of the population, like college football scouts. There's more transgendered people in the country than college football <laughs> yeah. scouts. Yeah, right. So, like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like, even if that was a preloaded, pre-produced commercial, they want to slap a logo on. Like, you know, if that was real, it would be sitting in the vault for, like, 50 years. Because everybody would look at it and be like, well, okay, next. Uh, next. What's What else yeah, you got? Yeah, well, it's like you're... Your job's already not hard to begin with, so you don't even fucking go to, like, high school games to see this shit. You're just looking at, like, YouTube highlights of uh, fucking kids, like... Well, when you're trying to glorify them, like, fucking basically taking advantage of, of young athletes because they don't get paid in college and the coaches and scouts sure as shit do and they get paid a fuckload of money because they got huge contracts with the fucking... You know, it's on all the major networks. It's a huge... I don't have to tell our population that. Like, it's fucking a huge money-making cow. Football in general. And they don't make any money as a student, like, playing the college football. I wish it would have just got real, like, at the end when the kid's picking the college and he picks... He doesn't pick the, the scout's college. And so the scout just, like throws his hat off and he's like fuck and then just like throws his beer glass beer bottle at the wall and like walks out of the room hey hey calm down we'll get the next one he's like no there won't be a next one god damn it this was the one i went to his house i told those fucking jokes to his dad i gave him that look at the dinner table and he looked at me and he was like i'm coming to your college scout man that fucking kid lied to me yeah it's so stupid Fuck Southwest. Fuck that commercial. Seriously. Yeah, we all love watching the exploitation of college athletes by universities. Like, Yeah, and condensed in commercial format for an airline. Okay, cool. Yeah. Good job, guys. <laughs> um, so today's episode, uh, we're going to cover a new uh, hella bad music. We've got some more hella fancy for you. And then uh, we'll finish it off with some power underwhelming. Uh, but before we get into that, Nathan, I think you wanted to uh, discuss candy canes. Am I right? <laughs> uh, how right you are, Andrew. Uh, <laughs> how did you know that? 
It's almost as if we had a pre-production meeting. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, well, you know, this is the holiday special, so I wanted to try to keep it a little bit, a little bit holiday. Some crimbus. But Some um, I, I just caught a glance in passing, and it drew up memories of times I had seen it in the past. Uh, it was like a documentary about um, how candy canes are made, and I just had this like realization that. <laughs> It looks like they're pretty involved, and it's definitely one of the shittiest candies. It's not worth the effort. Like, and they just play it off as tradition, but I fuck tradition. If it sucks, stop doing it. And uh, candy canes are, like, number one on my list of it sucks, stop doing it kind of things. I mean, outside of real societal problems, you know. Hold on. Hold on. You think candy canes are worse than candy corn? I didn't say that. But candy okay. corn serves a purpose. <laughs> candy corn candy is like can. the thing that it gives kids that like taste of disappointment that they need in life. Or like, <laughs> they really taste of disappointment. Not everything's life. sugar, sunshine, and rainbows. Sometimes you think it's candy and it fucking sucks. Where candy canes are too far on the edge of like, yeah, this is okay. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's men, all right. It's kind of a weird shape. It's not conducive to eating yeah um, they suck to eat like you think about that hook is the cane shape is not helping anybody for candy it's it's one of the few candies that's more appealing as a novelty in terms of like well hang it up on the tree than it is to eat the candy you know like you'd rather hang it up on the tree than eat it they're all shrink wrapped in that shitty plastic that you can't get off without breaking the fucking candy canes. Yeah, and for all the effort that they put into making the fucking candy canes, they show the guys like got these huge like beads of the sugar and they're like twisting it around and making the designs and stuff. And then at the end of it, you put it in some shitty container that you can't help but break it to open it. So it's like, oh, you spent so much time making this beautiful design thing and I have to break it to open it. Good job. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I said my piece on candy canes. I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I just, I was surprised in at, at how I was reminded of like how involved the whole process was. I, I, I'm sure everybody listening or has at least seen or is somewhat aware of the process, but it, it is pretty intense. Like it seems it's not done in a very assembly line fashion. I'm sure that they have it on a mass scale, but the ones that you watch when you watch the fucking person in the candy store like laboring over it, you're like, this must have taken them hours to make this one like <laughs> big candy cane. You know like, what the fuck? Yeah. You wonder like, does these do these fucking like artisan handcrafted candy canes? That shit doesn't taste any better than uh, like factory made ones. Sugar, sugar, like you fucking. It's not gonna be a huge difference. Yeah, it's not like I'm getting the uh, I'm going down to like the steakhouse and getting a good cut of meat or something. It's not like I'm getting like, you know, this is a good cut of fucking candy, candy cane right here. Like, you, know, you get the shitty ass pork loin candy candy canes over there. You get the fucking prime rib cut of candy cane right here for you, buddy. It makes me think that like bacon's kind of the same way. There's if you like bacon, there's no shitty bacon. Like you can cook it, you can burn it and cook it bad, but like. There's like, have you had like high end bacon versus like the sh the crappiest store bought bacon? Like that shit's all the same. I guess a testament to your point is I wouldn't know, and like maybe I did, I, I didn't taste the difference. Yeah, it's definitely a very baseline thing. It's it goes from being too soggy or charred. That's about the range it has. 
I saw for candy canes. Uh, I wish I could remember where I saw this, but somebody made like candy canes where like the initial coating was like the normal like peppermint flavor but underneath it was like after you like sucked on it for a minute it was like some really disgusting flavor it's like those fucking bamboozled jelly beans but a li- but it's a little more deceptive i like it i kind of like that yeah i saw one of those with the jelly beans where some kid was it was like it was like a little bunch of blister packs with like the different ones and they were doing like the jelly bean challenge and one of the fucking kids i think they had like skunk in one in the <laughs> blister pack and so one of the kids just like vomits on the table that they have the camera sitting on i was like fuck this is uh this got real like why are you giving kid? why are you making candy that induces like vomiting like don't you think that's a little bit of a liability yeah, you're kind of uh, you're kind of walking on a slippery slope when you're like, trying to trick a kid, but you could end up making a lot of work for yourself. Like, who's gonna clean up the fucking pile of vomit after you gave him like the fart bean or whatever the fuck it was? Like, <laughs> he fart fucking bean. yeah. So you basically had him eat like shit and he threw it up on the carpet. So jokes on you. You gotta fucking clean it up. Was it funny enough for you? Was it? Yeah. No. I. It. It's yeah. You shouldn't throw up from them, but I feel like I've I've seen like kids throw up just because you made them eat like a, a vegetable they don't like. So definitely gonna fucking throw up if they ate a fucking like turd skunk sandwich, fucking jelly bean or some shit. I can't wait for when I have kids and they're like, "This tastes like crap," and you're like, "Well, how do you know what crap tastes like?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're really gonna love you. Yeah, I'm fucking fully loaded on dad jokes already. Everybody knows. At least when they're talking with the therapist, the worst thing they can say is like, he had the worst fucking jokes. And he never stopped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He always he never took us. anything seriously. <laughs> You're, I, I told him I was bleeding and he said, hi, bleeding. I'm dead. <laughs> One more thing on candy canes before we move on. Like, they're also extremely, like, your two options are like, uh, you suck on the cane end, which doesn't fucking work, uh, or you yeah. suck on the the stick end, which basically creates a shank. So if you fuck up, you can like stab yourself in the mouth with that thing. That's it. Yeah, yeah, it's really dumb. I, I, if, if the whole design. I mean, I understand by nature it has to be a cane, candy cane, but who the fuck came up with that idea? You know, <laughs> it's not inherently Christmas. It's a fucking cane. What's a cane have to do with anything? Yeah, I mean, I like peppermint, so it's just like change the shape. All right, this is this shit can go away. Yeah, well, we got Altoids. We're good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, pop yeah. <laughs> You just throw a dish of Altoids on your tree, just like rain, rain them down. You just get real ornaments. And fuck off with the fucking candy canes. Go buy some real ornaments. Should we uh, move on to our? No, hella let's bad talk about music? this for twenty. Minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, everybody wants us to complain about a cr- fucking Christmas <laughs> tradition that nobody understands why we do it. Like seventy oh, just- percent of the people are like, oh, I kind of like candy canes. These guys are assholes. Yeah, if we should have talked, we should have done this about candy corn during Halloween because I've only met one person that likes candy corn, and I 
fucking could not imagine why that shit is like just wax i'll say this disappointment i like the idea of candy corn but i do not like candy corn all right i mean it's pretty good like yeah okay okay let's just move on (laughs) this is gonna get um okay so let's get into it hello music All right, it's the holiday uh, Merry Christmas version of uh, Hella Bad Music. And I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about my least favorite Christmas song and possibly my least favorite song of all time, um, depending on my mood for the day. And I bet some people have probably already guessed what song I'm talking about. Yes, Paul McCartney's Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time. I mean... Needs no introduction. It's notorious. It's infamous. <laughs> it's awful. But just in case you, for some reason, have not heard this song, I've got a little clip of the intro, and uh, I'm sorry to everybody that has heard this song and is hearing it again. Notice the extra shitty synthesizer. <laughs> like... They have a lot of money. They could have afforded to get quality synthesizer sounds. Oh, the jingle bells. Isn't that cute? When they they come in with the jingle bells. Oh, Um, yeah. It's it's bad. Real terrible. I mean, uh, we can break down just how it's like one of the worst songs of all time. But I think that everybody knows that. But one thing I did want to point out that whenever I was getting clips from this is like the last version of the chorus when they're singing it. They like they pop in this really shitty drum beat, and uh, I just want to play it here so everybody can hear it because I don't think most people are really listening by the end of the song, and they may not notice it, and uh, it really makes what it, it really makes a song that's already shitty even shittier. Uh, so just indulge me for a moment. You hear that? Yeah, that snare drum in the back, like like totally off beat. <laughs> it just sounds like somebody. It's like if you didn't know any better, you just think somebody was knocking on your door while you're uh, listening to this with headphones. All right, everybody, turn up your volume ever so slightly, everybody, and just if you didn't hear it the first time, really dial it in and try to hear it this time. They have like some claps in there, and then the then the snare. How involved do you think Paul McCartney was in the post-production of this song? From a scale of zero being not at all and a hundred being just a little bit. This is a good way to explain something that a lot of people like always look at stupid. Like you've ever you've heard the phrase where it's like greater than the sum of its parts or like two plus two equals five. Like when they're like talking about like fucking coming together and make something more it's like you look at all these all the artists that make up the beatles like paul mccartney fucking john lennon ringo and it's like all their solo shit is just pure fucking trash garbage uh and then but as a group they created something amazing yeah sometimes sometimes <laughs> they did. I, I think you get far too much credit um, yeah. <laughs> so i mean some of the music is good some of it is trash. 
And uh, if there's any better indication that some of that trash was Paul McCartney, it's this fucking song. Oh, I think we were talking prior to like all this about um, there's like a member of the Beatles, like from when they first started, that like nobody even knows who he was or anything. But you mentioned it to me. I don't. I've never heard yeah. this. I, I yeah. I I cared so little that I didn't even bother to like look up who he what his name was or who he was and just like eh whatever that may be true could be a lie but I'm not gonna uh, waste any time finding out that dude's name. If it were true, what could be sadder than spending your life in bars being like, hey, you know I used to be in the Beatles <laughs> and like trying yeah. to explain no, that you fucking didn't. story. <laughs> yeah, no, no way. The Beatles? Yeah, I was in the Beatles. They kicked me out. They didn't like how cool I was and how good I was at music. <laughs> it had to be so terrible and up until like, because if this is true, like think about it, it probably wasn't until like early 2000s. There was no way for anybody to know. Like you couldn't just look up that information, like unless you were some like crazy Beatles fan. So that guy's like in a bar, like drunk and sad, trying to tell somebody, and they're like, "Oh, fuck off! You're full of shit." Like, no, you didn't. The only reference to it is some like uh, interview they did, like when they first hit the scene, and there's like a random clip stored in like the NBC archives where Paul McCartney admits, "Oh yeah, there was a bloke here. We had some other bloke in the bond. He was in. Uh, we kicked him out, and he got Ringo up in here, and it's been you know smooth sailing ever since. You know, it's been great. Something like that, right? You know, I yeah. yeah there's yeah. That, it, it's like." How 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 often do you think he would try that before he'd finally give up and just, you know, try to hit on women like a normal person, you know? Yeah. I just see him like uh back in the bar drunk, but he carries around a vinyl record with like and his name's on like the it's like the first Beatles album and it's like his name. Or no, it's not even their first like album, it's like a mixtape demo. Yeah, they wrote they did all the artwork, but it's like all the all the uh the record sleeve is like just fucking like shittily done because they were still like garage band status. He's like, see, see, there's my name. They're like, that's handwritten, dude. Yo, listen, listen, that's me. <laughs> that's me on the what? what wait, wait, what position was he supposed to be? It clearly, wasn't, I don't even know. Wasn't a yeah. uh, Paul or John, but uh, probably not George either. It would have had to have been the drummer, right? Like, no offense, Ringo Starr, but uh. You're the most expendable of the Beatles. Um, no, no big secret there. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, having a wonderful Christmas time is garbage, for sure. I don't understand how it's so pervasive. Like, there's plenty of other better Christmas songs, and as a whole, Christmas songs suck. I mean, that's no no debating that. Um, but like Feliz Navidad, I'd rather hear Feliz Navidad like two or three times more during the season than this fucking garbage piece of shit song. I I don't understand. Does anybody like this song? How does it keep getting played? How? I really missed the boat on it because I didn't know about this song until you told me about it. Dude, but th- you, then I was glad I didn't. Well, this is one of those things and you uh, to allude back to you. You told me a story about how you fucking block out mundane experiences in your life well this is that because you've definitely heard the song before <laughs> sure. like all this <laughs> you're like you're like talking to me about 9-11 in another couple of years and i'm like what are you talking about like what is 
What do you mean 9-11? Oh, you mean the day that I didn't have to do work at school? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember that day. I knew there was something that was going on there. Yeah. I can't remember exactly what it was. I mean, I remember getting up that day, but that's about it. Like, what day was it? Was it a school day? Do you remember anything about your life, Andrew? No, it's all been bad. It's just... Uh... It's a good thing that we're finally recording some of it so you can go back and, and recall moments of your life for the first time. I'm like, we had an episode one where the audio was bad? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, we didn't, Andrew. That's the one thing I want <laughs> you to forget. <laughs> Oh, all right. On that note, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Yahoo. Hey, everybody. Just a quick preface for these commercials. Um, We just picked a few of our favorite commercials from previous episodes for the end of the year episode here. So I hope you enjoy them. If you want to skip ahead to the second half of the pod, it's at 3322. Tune in 98 Central this week to Condiment Caps. On the Cop Network. This don't taste like ketchup. This tastes like fucking pizza sauce. Hello, condiment cops. This don't taste like ketchup. Who is this? Who's calling? This don't taste like ketchup. What do you mean it doesn't taste like ketchup? This tastes like fucking pizza sauce. Captain, what the hell is going on around here? They're cutting ketchup with marinara sauce down at the Burger Town. We gotta stop that shit. Let's go, boys. This is crazy. What do you What do you mean I'm going to jail? I didn't even do anything. Are you, are you fucking kidding me, man? You can't mix ketchup and mustard. That's a federal offense. Sorry, kid. You're going straight to the slammer. Some asshole switching all the salt for sugar at the Steamtown Mall food court. We gotta put a stop to this. It's a fucking bloodbath down here. There's blood everywhere. And some ketchup too. I'm just telling you now, Captain, there's just no way I can book them on these charges. There's mayo. No way I'm letting criminals get away with condiment crimes in my town. Tune in 9-8 Central this week to Condiment Caps on the Cop Network. Coming to the fairgrounds this Sunday, the world-famous Boston Bukaki Crew. Come see the explosive stylings of Daryl the Barrel and the large and in-charge Dick Johnson. The show will also feature all five founding members of the original Boston Bukaki crew. Even old horny Randy. Me so horny. You won't want to miss this once-in-a-lifetime chance to see Donald the Dong Lord battle Chris the Cockmaster in an epic sword fight showdown halftime performance for the ages. Please note that we are legally obligated to state that although the Boston Bukaki crew is from Boston, we are not endorsed in any way by the city of Boston. By entering the show, you agree to waive your rights to litigate any claims of contracting sexually transmitted diseases while in attendance of the Boston Bukaki crew show. Gates open at 5 and admission is free. Come early or come late. Just make sure you come.
Hey yo, it's me, your boy, your man, Big Rad Chad, aka Jimmy the Hat Rat, aka Suplex. And I'll be here to tell you about all these nasty rad rubbers. I got rubbers for well-hung brothers. I got rubbers for the handicap, the baby carrots, the double troubles, the triple dippers. You name it, Rad Chad got it. Whatever you need to pound that sneeze into the next millennium. Believe it or not, Rad Chad himself used to have rubber problems. Busted loads so big it be ripping and impregnating all the honeys. That's why I came up with my Pro Patent Unrippables, Extra Dippable, Super Size Jizz Trapping Jimmies. My fresh sleazy new patent, the Mega Rap Jizz Drop Trap. This fly new technology will help you pound the ladies, or whatever you feel like pounding, and catch each drop from the monstrous beast to the baby cashews. No more pulling out your Becca and flipping a switch because all that's left is the rubber ring. And once you're done, just plan it. Yes, my rubber's made with 100% cannabis seedlings. So do old Rat Chad a favor. Get out there and smash that ass in front of the whole class. Yabu. And we're back from that exciting commercial break. Uh, let's just roll into our next segment. Love it. Um, so today's uh, hella fancy segment, we're gonna talk about uh, royal, like the modern day royal family, and what a load of shit that is. I mean, I think we're pretty much gonna focus in specifically on uh, Britain because they're like the, in the spotlight. But it, I mean, I guess what we're getting, what I'm revolving this around, is just like what a crock of shit it is to have to pay for, like these British citizens have to pay for all of their fucking weddings, parties, whatever. Like, it's such bullshit to me. Like, it doesn't, what, the whole idea was like a king appointed by God or whatever, but it's like most people, I mean, to a degree, people are religious, but it's like you don't have everybody really, like, following that stuff to a T. And it's just like, it's just a nonsense tradition, yet people still have to, like, deal with it and you the fact that you got to fucking pay your taxes towards these people and it's like everybody knows it's bullshit like royal like i think the last royal wedding there was just like a huge swath of people just complaining like why why are we paying for this shit like really do we do we have to well it's about time i mean it's so antiquated i mean especially in britain you think that of all the fucking first world nations that they would be they, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because it's so like uh, recognized globally that they just don't get rid of it. It's like, oh, this is our thing. But it, it I mean, come on, it's 2018. What I, I know you want to talk about England or Britain one mostly, but I did want to just share that for some reason in Thailand, the last king they had, they fucking loved that guy. Even though he's a king, <laughs> I, it was weird. I, I, went, I visited there briefly and. Like, everybody I talked to that was Tyler, they're like, oh, yeah, the king's great. I love the king. I'm like, what the fuck? He's a king. Who the fuck <laughs> loves the king? Okay, maybe you'll love the king. Ma- make him a fucking prime minister or a president or something. Does he have to be the fucking king? You know? Like, 
Well, it's like, yeah, half these people, it's like the political, it doesn't work on a political level with most of the countries. So it's like, they're just a separate entity. They're just like figureheads. Like, it's like your trophy wife and then the husband's the fucking actual. <laughs> so, so what is the king's policies? Yeah, you know, his policies are that he's the king and he decides everything for <laughs> Well, that shit doesn't matter. At least like in this, like Saudi Arabia and stuff, like those fucking people are running the country and then all their money comes from oil. So it's not like the citizens are like paying taxes out the ass. It's like, no, we're just getting paid buku bucks from uh, other countries to drill our freaking crude out of the ground. So it doesn't really, it doesn't have a, as much of a negative effect on the people. It's not some bullshit like placeholder. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Andrew. They're... uh <laughs> their system of dictatorship is not having a, a negative effect on their people. Uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I know what I, you mean, though, in terms of the like the festivities abound of the royal family. Um, yeah, that part specifically is not uh, affecting their their uh, ec- economy, the economy of the poor people. I found a uh, Cosmopolitan article about. Um What's the title? 18 Royal Family Christmas Traditions. Because I'm just going to shit on the uh, 18. 18 of them? And uh, the theme of this, just so you people know, is like, I'm just going to beat this. It's just going to be a dead horse at the end of this where why are we fuck? Why are they fucking paying for all of this? So like, number one, they send a lot of Christmas cards. Not, not so bad. It's just paper. But it's like. Yeah, I guess the money one doesn't apply to this. Well, but, uh, to, uh, I, I'm intrigued. To who? Who are they sending these cards to? To all the citizens of, of England? Like, just so you know, the Queen of England wants you to have a Merry Christmas. Okay, thanks. You got some guy in his shitty rundown flat, like, gets the postcard for the fucking royal family's Christmas party. He's like, cool. Glad to know you guys are doing so fucking well. Because he... Fucking eats like some instant noodles. Yeah, it becomes train spotting three. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, the queen does her Christmas shopping at Harrod Harrods. Harrods. That's a know, tradition. That. Yeah. That's that she cool. shops somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I picked the fanciest store that I could spend your hundred tax dollars at. My fucking Christmas tradition is logging on to Amazon.com and shopping for everybody there. Yes. Great tradition. The one-stop shop, Amazon. Do all your purchases under the banner Hella Rad that doesn't exist because Amazon doesn't sponsor us. Click through for Hella Rad to sponsor us. Or give I us never money. understood that. Like, you, like these sponsorships for amazon is like you just go on a bannered version of the website where everything's the same but it says the banner at the top like there's like click through links it, it uh but um yeah well i th- i'm sure that's not in our future so yeah <laughs> considering yeah, but it's content. like amazon hey amazon you you don't you don't need to do this like it has no bear people will just shop at your site it has no bearing that uh it's a sponsored banner from somebody. It's all bullshit. It's just like that's antiquated for them. They did it before to get like the game running for them, but uh, now, yeah, like they they could literally drop all of that and be fine. 
I can see the ones for charities. That makes sense because then you can siphon off a, like a little bit of your purchases. You don't have to spend anything extra, but you get to siphon off a little bit of your purchases to a charity. I think that's a good idea, but not not just some random fucking ad placement. <laughs> you know, just real quick. Sorry not to get too off topic, but on the charity thing, I've uh, decided that uh, I'm going to find out what diseases I'm most uh, susceptible to. I'm going to start uh, donating to them before I get the disease so that I, I don't I don't come across as like Christopher Reeves. You know, he started donating a bunch of money to paraplegic research after he got paralyzed. I'll be like, no, I'm out ahead of it. I started donating before I got the disease. So I, I'm i cool, right, guys? Like, I'm not an asshole, you know? He got a lot of shit for that. I, I thought about that. I'm like, I don't want that to be me. I like I like to use Christopher Reeves as an example because like para, being a paraplegic <laughs> isn't a disease. He's like, oh, you know what? Someday I might get into a, I might get into a fucking terrible horse riding accident and lose, lose the use of my legs. I better be preemptive about yeah. this and start donating to uh well spinal. Hey. He knew he was going to ride horses all the time. He should have thought about that shit. He should have known there was a chance. I'm just saying, I, I, yeah, I understand that it doesn't, it's not a direct correlation, but it still made me think where I was like, you don't want to be that asshole. They're like, well, he only donated money after he got the disease or the affliction, you know, like <laughs> I'm going to get out ahead of it, but you know, you don't disclose how much you donated because I can't, I'm not in a position to donate much money. So I'd just be like, yeah, yeah, you know, I donated all kinds of Alzheimer's research. It's not, I want all people, it just so happens that now I have it. Um, what were we talking about again? <laughs> uh, I did want to continue on that tangent where, do you know about like the quarterback curse where like all the children of uh, quarterbacks end up having some like horrible genetic or whatever caught diseases. So it's like they end up most of them end up like doing big things for charities because for whatever reason, their kids end up with like these fucked up diseases. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe, I, I don't know. You'd have to explain that to the Manning family. Cause, uh, they're all except for the third brother, but they're all, their dad was a pro quarterback, Peyton, Eli hall of fame, pro quarterback. So that kind of flies in the face of that. Uh, Who did their dad play for? Uh, I don't know who that specifically played for. Let me look it up. Because I know you really care. I don't. But uh, while while you're looking that up, we're on to number three uh, for this Cosmo list. Uh, all of the Buckingham Palace staff are giving gifts. Oh, that's so nice that they can use taxpayer money to buy their the staff gift gifts. That's great. The staff that's already getting paid by the people, their salaries. Yep good yeah uh just just as a tie the end of that knot together um archie manning played for the saints i should have known that uh he has an old-timey name archie it's like one of those uh weird baby names you know like it'd be weird to have a baby archie oh that's our baby is archie oh okay little little baby archie huh it's like that's like my grandma's or was it great grandma's name was Nelly, and I'm like nobody's getting that name ever again. No, it's been ruined by Nelly Furtado or uh, Nelly from the <laughs> and the we, Saint we Lunatics. We know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Saint Lunatics. 
To yeah. be clear, the one that did country grammar. Hot shit. Uh, number four, they spend Christmas at Sandragam House. I have no idea what that is. The picture makes it look expensive. I'm sure they didn't pay for any of it. Moving on. Uh, number five, the queen hires an entire train carriage to get there. Like, how long have they been doing all these? Because it just sounds like this is just what we fucking do. Look at our wasteful spending. It's like their PR. It's like the the country's PR. Like, we have so much extra money that are, look at what our royal family's doing. They're literally wasting our money. This is how good we're doing. They're ironically not doing that well, but. To make number five even better, uh, number six is the rest of the family arrives on Christmas Eve. So she fucking gets a whole train uh, carriage to herself with all her bodyguards. And then the rest of them just show up like, you know, the night before the festivities start. It's like, really? If you're going to fucking go extravagant, you could at least pile all of you guys onto one train. Do you think that uh, the prince's... Uh... They, they fuck their significant others in the palace or the, do they just hold off until the end of the holidays? Do you think they're boning down or they're like the queen is watching? Um, Cause I imagine it's like not very soundproof in there. You know, it's very cavernous. I don't know. Sounds bouncing off of walls. Uh, <laughs> I feel like due to their upbringing, like their, their uh, intercourse is like, formalized too it's not like normal people like there's like a you have like a certain you have a certain uh nightgown that you have to wear that's like the royal nightgown like they've got a like oh that's actually number six on the list right the royal nightgown. <laughs> yeah the royal the royal uh undergarments and prophylactics <laughs> oh this is pointless number seven they have two christmas trees why? Well, what's what's better than one Christmas tree? Yeah. Two. It's twice as good. Oh, this is great. Partners of the royal family members are only invited to join when they're married. Yeah, I will. I would maintain that. Yeah. Queen's like, I ain't got fucking time for your girlfriend. Get the shit out of here. That's not too far off, uh, you know, just normal people's families. I think there's some... There's some contentious uh, traditions going on there as well. Yeah, I'm skipping through some of these. Yes, please get to the the juicy stuff. Yeah, I'm looking for the ones where they're wasteful with money because that's the whole point of this. The the whole train uh, caravan thing, that's a pretty big one. It's a pretty big waste of money. Oh, they eat turkey for Christmas dinner. Turkey sucks. I never like turkey. Nah, you just need to stop talking right now there, Buster Brown. There's nothing wrong with turkey. The queen pre-records her Christmas message. That's real lazy, lady. That they so what? Where's this list from again? <laughs> this is a part of the tradition list. Is that she records a message? Yeah, yeah. Good old cosmopolitan. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. Of course, the highest standards of journalism. The the mecca for uh, fucking in- journalistic integrity. To give the to give the person that wrote the wrote this some credit, they're probably like got this dumped on their desk. Like, what's this? Look, you got to write us a fucking you know top twenty list of you know royal family traditions. They're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Twenty? Are you kidding me? I can't come up with twenty. Like, just do it. This is your job. 
Yeah, I'm really glad that I mentioned that the queen pre-records her Christmas message because the following one is that uh, they all sit down to watch the queen's speech when it airs on Christmas Day. It's like, really? You gotta watch... She's fucking sitting right next to you. You gotta watch her on TV. And you're like, look, you're you're sitting there and you're on TV. This is so cool. That's a great tradition. And just really leads into my point of that this was just somebody trying to get through a writing assignment. They were just like, fuck this. Like, am I on break yet? I have to finish this before I can get on my winter break? Are you fucking kidding me? Here, here's the fucking, here's the traditions. Read it up. The editor was like, hey, what do you want me to do with this? I, I, this is the worst thing I've ever read. I, if I edit it properly, there's nothing left. Uh, they number se- We're almost at the end. Number 17, they all have buffet dinner in the evening. <laughs> what the fuck? I really, I, I really hope that like, like the leftovers, they just throw in the trash. Like we can't give peasants uh, the royal dinner. No, like, read no, that. Like, no, read that sacred. again for me. I, I, I need that to sink in. What the? F- read it again. Sorry. They have a buff- They have a buffet dinner in the evening. I mean, they're already wasting so much taxpayer money. Like so Christmas why would... Eve. Yeah. So the tradition is that they have a buffet dinner on Christmas Eve. I mean, why not just each? Why not just have each guest have a fucking personal chef, and they get exactly what they want? I mean, who cares? It's not your money, right? Yeah, but that's not the tradition, Andrew. I gotta tell you, like, I'm. That's gonna be my new Thanksgiving tradition. Like, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Oh, sorry, Christmas tradition. I got excited about the turkey earlier. I got Thanksgiving in my mind. Hey, uh, you need to be more politically correct. Holiday t- traditions, all right? All Just right. Just holidays. Yeah, because uh, that's the reason we celebrate Christmas is holidays. Yes, we celebrate holidays for holiday reasons. The holiday spirit. Happy holidays. Uh, numbers eight. The final one's probably the stupidest piece of information of the entire list uh you want to take any guesses after how random the rest have been there's literally no way i can i can guess what you're gonna say they all play charades (laughs) yeah uh, no that i act (laughs) that was on the tip of my tongue dude i was about to say i feel like the queen's so out of touch like they're like fucking they have to like all have to brush up on their history to like be able to play the game with her the word is like flossing and they're trying to do the Fortnite floss dance and she just like doesn't I feel like these are it. like traditions God damn it old lady don't you know what a fucking video games are aren't you keeping up with the trends Dude I don't think anybody in the royal family knows what Fortnite is let alone the floss dance If you have a 6 year old you definitely know what it is though <laughs> If you have a young child obsessed with video games uh, my buddy keeps trying to get my. I don't know if he listens to this. He might hear it. So, sorry, Sean. But uh, <laughs> he always trying to get me to play Fortnite. And usually I'm busy. But like the my second reaction when I see him ask, I'm like, Ah, dude, oh, Fortnite sucks. It's like a little kid's game. Why are you fucking playing Fortnite? Like, stop, stop playing Fortnite. <laughs> and I digress. I play. I played it like once or twice, and I'm just like. I get why people like this, but uh, 
I've trained myself not to fall into these traps. Like transsexual porn? That's what you think? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I don't know if we on. can get okay. yeah exactly uh, so let's just go right into uh, uh, one we haven't touched on in a while uh, some power underwhelming power underwhelming with underwhelming power comes no responsibility alright uh, since it's been so long and we have no idea what the score is or who went last um I think that I will start this off. What do you think? Let's go for it. Go. Yeah. No, I, at this point, I think it's more about just trying to, uh, just to figure out if we can even, you know, create scenarios for these abilities. We, we, we went through that discussion on the last one we did. We're like, this is start. We're starting to really get to the limit of like ridiculousness with like how stupid <laughs> they're getting. Um, so we're just continuing that th- that trend, but um, some of them may have more use than others. But we're just having fun with it. Yeah, we're just having fun. All right. So my um, my ability for this week is uh, the ability to glow. So like I'm talking like you know when you, well we'll say you you don't have to like you know when you um, how many lumens have, are we talking here? Yeah. <laughs> exactly that's what i was getting at i was like the level of glow is like when you have those shitty like uh like semi like opaque looking like off-white things that you have to put the flashlight on and then you shut the light off and then it glows for a while like that's the level like it doesn't illuminate the the dark shit from the 90s yeah yeah it doesn't illuminate a room like you can you basically just see your own body like glowing (laughs) in the dark but like an inch outside of your body, it's still black. Like, you know, it's just shit. It's like the shittiest glow you can think of. Yeah, that sucks. Um, the only the thing that instantly pops to my mind regarding the ability to glow in the way that you've described it is giving yourself like a 2% better chance of survival if you're sinking to the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you're like if you're sinking to the bottom of the ocean and you have to rely on somebody coming yeah. to save you, being able to faintly glow gives you like the slightest difference in chance of probability of survival. You're like, I really hope one of those deep sea submersibles uh, with this wide expanse of ocean happens to come across me uh, for the the thirty minute window that I sink to the bottom. Right. Yeah. No. You're, the odds of survival is. I'm just saying you're bumping it up. Even though it's it's so low, there's a two percent difference by being able to glow. Even though it's so low, it's better that you glow. Yeah. What if the super like his super villain was like hypersensitive to light, and his plan was to black out the sun? And he's like it, he he succeeds with blacking out the sun, but then fucking mild glow, man. Uh, Man, to just like just get walks up near him and just like oh oh god, but even then that doesn't work because there's still electricity. Yeah, you, you've devised <laughs> like a character even stupider than Mister Glass from Unbreakable, and I like that movie, but that's like the dumbest villain of all time. 
We'll have to do a movie review when Glass comes out. Oh, that's right. They're making a... Oh, let's not get too off track. But, but yeah, they're yeah, doing that, yeah. and we'll keep our eyes on it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 that's a pretty awful, awful superhero. Like, I guess, I guess it could be useful at rave parties. Like, if if you're part of your superhero journey is you've got to like earn the trust of a, a savvy rave um, patron. You know, somebody that often raves. I think He's that you the would rave do- guardian. He's like protecting people against uh, dehydration while doing ecstasy and listening to shitty music. Yeah. <laughs> and he earns their trust by being able to glow at night. Because they're high on ecstasy and what could be more trustworthy than a glowing person? He's what they refer to as like a street level superhero where like you can't solve like global problems, but like he can he can help things in his neighborhood in his local community. Yeah, not but not really because all he does is glow. Yep. Oh, dude, he's going to be on call for power outages. I don't know why. Because he's not really illuminating that much, but they'll be like, he's just like, he's just like a sign that we will prevail. He's like a beacon for our town. You can take away our power, but we still have this guy that close. <laughs> like his, uh, he fucking lives like on a light in a lighthouse. And he just his bed is just in the fucking top tower like oh uh, he has to, that's how he recharges is he like <laughs> he built a mechanism that rotates with the lighthouse so he can rotate with the light and absorb all of its light energy like that's how <laughs> shitty it is he has to get like an extreme dosage of like the sun's not even enough he has to get an extreme low dosage of light to be, even be mildly effective well the sun would be enough but i mean let's face it he's fighting crime at night and the sun you know set like two hours ago is the glow is gone <laughs> you know from the sunlight he's got to get it from the uh the lighthouse you know he's got to do a few spinny do's around the lighthouse and uh <laughs> yeah this is this is getting really ridiculous it's hard to justify the super yeah well, let's hear yours. Um, okay, so mine is uh, <laughs> the ability to condense moisture from the air. So, like, whatever moisture is in the air, you can, like, uh, form it into droplets. Where does he condense it? Just so he just makes himself look sweaty, but it's water? Like, it just condenses onto his body? Well, he can, like, he can, he can like, do it in between his hands. So he's like, Ugh! he's, like, charging up, you know, like his Dragon Ball Z. He's like, ah! And, like, in the middle of his hand, there's, like, a drop of water starts forming, you know? He's like... Like some Ugh. Kamehameha. <laughs> he has no... Yeah, but no, no, don't get me wrong. He has no ability to project it anywhere. He just can condense it. But he just fucking uh, he when he, he goes or to she, like when let's he, be PC about it. He or she, sorry. When it when he goes to like fireball it like Street Fighter, uh, it just like just drops. Like there's no momentum. It just drops into a glass of water. Yeah, he's not able to magically move it. He, it's wherever he starts condensing it. That's where it'll stand until the gravity makes it drop. The only way I find that effective is if the aliens from the movie Signs uh, show up. (laughs) I was going to bring up Signs earlier when we were talking about shitty uh, movie premise stuff. Uh, (laughs) I didn't even think about that for this. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the only situation that I can think of uh, where it's all that uh, power would be. Uh, the guy's Latino for some reason. Yeah. He's like, why not you come mess with me, hombre? Why don't you see what I got for you, homie? He starts fucking condensing water on the alien. He's like, he's like, no, he's killing it. Yeah, I hope that like when he condenses the water, he like says water like in a really like long drawn out way. So he's like, water, and then just a little fucking like you know a quarter sized ball of water just forms in his hands. Yeah, I mean he can't do that. It's not necessary for the power to activate. Just to be clear, just to be clear, the rules with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I still think the aliens from Signs is more likely than uh dumbass uh like light sensitive supervillain that wants to black out. Yeah, the as sun. dumb as they <laughs> right, as dumb as the aliens are in yeah. Signs, they're still more likely than. Yeah, I mean that's what it made me think of when you said that. I'm like, that sounds like the shitty aliens from Signs. And sure enough, we got to we got there finally. Uh, but um, it's great. Great minds think alike, right? Imagine, imagine how cool that actually would have been in the movie if they had a scene where there was a guy like condensing moisture on the skull of the alien and killing it, like vaporizing his mind. He's like, "You fucking vato! Why you had to come here and try to take over the earth, man?" And he starts fucking like melting his brain with the water. He's condensing the moisture in his brain. I don't know. I thought that would be pretty cool, you know. It, it would have been even better if that happened because then they could have tied him into... They could have tied, tied signs into the other uh, Shyamalan movies is like another superhero. So it's like you have uh, un- <laughs> the guy... Bruce Willis and Unbreakable, you have fucking Mr. Glass and then you have like the guy uh, James McAvoy from Split and then fucking, you know, yeah. Aquaman would have made the like, yeah, <laughs> Aquaman. Perfect. This is way better than Aquaman, by the way. That movie looks like it fucking blows. I mean, I I don't know if it's out yet. I have no interest in watching it, and it looks so shitty. It looks so bad. My love for superhero movies only extends to Marvel ones. So, oh, well, yeah. why don't you get off your fucking good... Marvel soapbox for a minute? They all yeah. suck. All yeah. of them. But... It got good. It's gotten getting good feedback, but it's still, I mean, Aquaman, you got to put like the manliest fucking dude imaginable to make Aquaman, Aquaman not seem like a complete bitch. So I gave them credit. They did cast it well, but. Fuck! It's, like no one's gonna call this guy a pussy for uh, talking to animal or talking to fucking fish. Yeah, the guy I'd be less likely to call a pussy would be the fucking rock. Yeah, less than. There's only other yeah. guy. Like him, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Maybe Stone Cold Steve Austin. But uh, oh, we should uh, we should do a little bit on where Steve Austin is now. It's been too long. I've been so out of touch with wrestling. I need to know what. How his how he's doing in his life? You do a deep dive on it, and we'll uh, come back to come back to us with some more info. Oh my god, we're gonna switch to fucking um, Fabergé egg ep- update in a second. But I have to say that that fucking phrase "deep dive" is the most infuriating fucking thing for me to hear. 
I'm like, you fucking people just replaced the word research with deep dive because it sound you think it sounds fucking cooler, I guess. I'm it is it like makes me makes my blood boil every time I fucking hear somebody say that shit. You should really do a deep dive on that. You should fucking really dig Yeah, into I was gonna my point being that I'm gonna really dig into this uh when we fucking get back into the show next year. Because that fucking <laughs> phrase is so stupid. But anyways... Jesus um, Christ, I didn't know I was going to fucking hit <laughs> hit a nerve like that. Jeez. I've geez. been thinking about bringing it up on the show, so you just fucking walked into a landmine yeah. there. And we talk a lot. You've never once mentioned that before. So I'm, I'm totally surprised. Completely. It's been an that. internal frust. It has been a truly internal frustration. So we'll do a de- we'll do a deep dive on deep dives uh, uh, at the beginning of next year. <laughs> but uh, you want to give us your uh, the fucking ever so needed Fabergé egg update? Oh yeah. <laughs> What up, everybody? It's Fabergé Egg Update, and again, I am addressing everybody that's listening to Fabergé Updates, Fabergé Egg Updates specifically, because um, I know a lot of you skip ahead uh, to Fabergé Egg Update. <laughs> yeah. So, Fab Eggers, what's up? Um, anybody that's not currently a Fab Egger, just to catch you up on what's going on, of the possible 50 jeweled imperial eggs... Only 43 are still known to exist, with the last egg being publicly discovered in 2014, which was the third Imperial Easter egg. Um, And it was found here in the good old U.S. and of A. Um, So basically what this is about is uh, if another one is found, which I firmly believe will happen, um, I will definitely be updating you on uh those details uh so with that uh none have been discovered since the last update as you might have guessed um but uh (laughs) so i didn't want to bring this up i think it was technically out last time we did the uh update but it's been a pretty slow you know, month of news on Fabergé eggs. So I I feel like I have to bring it up. They did make a new Fabergé egg. It's not an Imperial Fabergé egg, so I'm not that into it, but I feel like I it's my obligation to mention it. Rolls-Royce commissioned a Fabergé egg, and they released it in October. Okay. Damn. Spirit of Eggs to I had see. no idea. It's called Spirit of Ecstasy, but I mean... Ecstasy or Ecstasy? Yeah, it's Ecstasy. It's a big missed opportunity, am I right? Uh, Yeah, fucking A, for real. That's disappointing. So... Idiots. Yeah, another reason why I'm not super thrilled about this news. Um, But it is Fabergé egg news nonetheless, so I feel obligated to report it to you. But the true Fab Eggers know that I am really only invested in the Imperial Fabergé eggs. The others are kind of like, who gives a fuck? Like, seriously, who cares? Um, so uh, I do want to just mention that uh, I will eventually get this GoFundMe up next year. <laughs> it's my new. It's actually my New Year's resolution. I don't want to, like, announce it too early, but it's all, you're not going to hear from me until next year anyway. So my New Year's resolution is to get the GoFundMe 
set up for uh, <laughs> the new, the Fabergé egg uh, expedition that I plan on going on. Um, I, I know it may be kind of a low aim that my resolution is just simply to set up the page for it and not to actually go on the expedition. But you know what? Fuck you. You do what you want. I do what I want. I'm going to set up a separate uh, GoFundMe just for the egg heist. Oh. But I guess that's hard to get funding for if you're trying to get funded to steal something. And then you can't tell people exactly which one you're trying to steal because then it kind of ruins the element of surprise. Well, my friend, we're going to have to take that to the crypto world. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We'll get John McAfee involved and... uh, We'll fucking get red team and blue team and we'll fucking switch devices and we'll be good to go. When he's president, it we'll have all we'll have all the resources we need at our fingertips. I was just gonna say I'm glad you brought it up because motherfucking my man, John McAfee, fucking love this guy. I, I again I've mentioned it I, I, I know I mentioned it several times before I implore you follow this guy on Twitter please just it, it's a favor for yourself just do it and if he uh, he's got my vote he's starting his campaign and uh, nothing would thrill me more than to work hand in hand with him to fund a fucking dark web heist expedition of a Fabergé egg from our boy Vicky V and I feel like that's the most American thing that we could possibly do and if you're wondering if John McAfee is going to be sober for his 2020 run the answer is probably not that's the official response yeah by his own admission (laughs) yes alright alright so yeah we got a little off track no eggs have been found they did make a new one for Rolls Royce who gives a shit? It's not. It's not from the <laughs> Imperial line. And uh, just like their cars, you're not gonna be able to afford their egg either. Well, it's not the. That's not the point. I can't afford real Fabergé egg, but I love them, the Imperial ones. <laughs> I don't understand your point, Andrew. My logic. So let's get this really awkward right now. Yeah. Let's wrap <laughs> this up. You want to play us out, keyboard cat? <laughs> no, I'd re- I'd really like to waste more of our time. Um. <laughs> but uh, I will be um, updating possibly the best resource for information about our podcast FabergéEggUpdate.com um, just to you know let people that haven't listened to this yet know that okay you know, Fabergé Egg was made um, you can get our Twitter link there uh, it's at it's hella rad uh, on Facebook it's hella rad and SoundCloud it's it's hella rad and um thank you for listening yabu what yeah well t- where uh, i yeah he's almost like uh, i was